for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Hey, welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is that Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. Hi, welcome to the show, Elise Cortez. We are so glad you're here today. Thank you. I'm just so glad to have you. Before we get started, I want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, I am so excited, Elise. It is such a privilege to have you on the show. Thank you for joining me. Kathy, thank you for having me. Well, I'm just so excited. I feel like I'm a little outclassed here because I know your bio. So I'm going to share a little bit of it so my listening friends will know what a privilege it is to have you on the show and how fortunate we are to get to pick your brain today. So my my friend today who has joined us as my guest is Dr. Elise Cortez. She is a speaker, consultant, published author, radio show podcast host. So when we're not talking later, I'm going to call her up and get get tons of good advice from her. She and you have some some stuff in your title. I don't even have a clue what it is, and I'm just going to tell the truth about that. One of the things I want to talk to you about is what it means to be a purpose engagement catalyst and an organizational logo therapist. She's based out of Dallas, Texas. We have many friends in common and. She's a sought-after speaker. I I met her through a mutual friend who we both love and admire, and I'm just excited to have you on the show, Elise. Thank you so much for being with me. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. This is going to be fun. <laughs> it is, and we're both high energy. I just did a show with my daughter, Anna Crafty tra- uh, Pierce, and she, sorry, I get my daughter's new mi- names mixed up. She is so lively, and I know this is going to be kind of a high-energy show as well, so I'm excited about that. Um, One of the things that we're going to talk about is, one of the things you specialize in is helping women find their purpose. And, you know, sometimes in life that is a major challenge and hurdle for us as women because we devote ourselves to everyone else. And so one of your cut lines is live with passion, work on purpose, And you have an extensive collection of research and materials available on your website, Elise. I just want to mention that real quick so we don't forget. Elise is spelled A-L-I-S-E, Cortez, C-O-R-T-E-Z, dot com. And you can just find all kinds of things there that will help you, no matter what position you are in in a company. But I would think, who finds you first and loves you the most, Elise? Is it human resource people or trainers? 
Actually, none of the above. It's it's generally business people, business leaders, executives. Um, generally, that's who who finds me first. I love it. What I want you to tell me what a logotherapist is because that's driving me crazy. Is that some, okay? I have a pretty big vocabulary, and I never heard that word before. So oh, it's, I got, is it common? And I just am catching up. I'm learning something new. Or did you coin that phrase? No, that's such a great question, Kathy. And it is an unusual term. And of course, I put it in there for that very reason. But it comes from. Um, Victor Frankl's work in logotherapy. And so if you know anything about Victor Frankl, he wrote many books, one of which is called The Will to Meaning. And I went back as I'm, I'm prone to do. I'm, I'm a scholar. I'm a social scientist as well as a management consultant and a speaker. So I always am out there scanning the, the latest research on uh, leadership, meaning, passion, inspiration, purpose, all that kind of good stuff. And I went back and I thought, I want to go back to the source, the master, if you will, on meaning. And that's Victor Frankl. And so he's the one that coined the term logotherapy. And really what it is, is just simply helping people and organizations cultivate meaning. And that's all it is. And so that's what I do, right? So that's part of my my consulting efforts. And what I do in my in my leadership workshops is to help people find and cultivate that meaning because that's what will get them closer to their passion and their purpose. And by the way, I do work with both men and women as well. So men need, men need passion and purpose too. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You know, what I like about that word is, of course, it caught me because I love Greek. And logos is the nickname that was given to Jesus, that he is the message. And we all have our own messages that we carry around with us. So I'm very fascinated by that word now. And I can't wait. I just looked up Victor Frankl on uh, Wikipedia. So I can't wait to know more about him. It says that he was born in 1905 and passed away in 1997, an Austrian neurologist and psychiatrist and Holocaust survivor. So that's kind of interesting. Um, okay, and I guess that's the correct one. Am I right about yes, the one? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so, great. Okay, thank you, Wikipedia. It's making me look smart today. Well, okay, you are so kind because you. We always begin with people's stories, and I know enough about your story to know that my listeners are really in for a treat today. Do you know where you want to begin? I know you've had time to think a little bit because you have a you have a really big story. So I want you to share the parts that you most think my readers would identify with. Okay, great. Well, let me since part of what I'm up to in life is helping people to to discover their own passion and their purpose. I think it's really important that I credit somebody who came into my life who really helped set me on that path. And that is a big part of my story. And it goes something like this, Kathy. Um, I grew up in a small town in northeastern Oregon. I was the product of very successful entrepreneurial parents. And I was all about getting out of that small rural town and going to the big exotic city of Portland, Oregon. And that is where I landed. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I went to work for this very bigger-than-life personality. He, his name was Roland Hartle. And he had a commercial real estate development firm. And I went to work for him. Um, after just a little bit of business college, like eight months of business college, and I became his administrative assistant. And I loved working for this man, Kathy. I loved it. And one day, 18 months on the job, on the way out the door from, for lunch, he swings the door open wide and says over his shoulder, you know, as his coattails are flying in the wind and briefcase behind him, he says, you have to get out of here. You have to go see the world, get an education, do something with yourself. But before Aww. you go, hire your replacement. 
right? Wow. Oh yeah. my gosh. Were you just floored? Like, were you crushed? Cause you've been working so hard and enjoying your first job. Well, I was devastated. And so I sat there the whole time he was gone for lunch and, and really racked my brain. Did this man just fire me? Oh, and wow. you know, you have to put this in context. This is 1984. I was 19 years old yeah. and I was making all the money in the world, $800 a month. Thank you very much. Lived in a, <laughs> lived in an apartment that downtown that I walked to and from work. And I just, you know, that was my world. And so when he came back from, from lunch, Kathy, um, he came merrily back and started heading for his office like he's prone uh-huh. to do. And I said, just a second, hold on, Roland, just a moment before you go back to your office. Just one question. Did you just fire me? And he said, yeah. absolutely. It would be a crime to keep you here. So here is why that is so significant. So anyone out there listening who has ever had anything to do with leadership can see this man completely intervened in my life. Kathy, do you know that before that moment, it never occurred to me that I could go to college? Never occurred to me. Never, never, never in my wildest dreams, never anywhere on my planetary system. So I did end up earning a bachelor's, two masters and a PhD. So I think I checked the education box (laughs) and that bit about going to go see the world. I did find a way, managed not very long after that to go live in Spain and Brazil for almost three years and went all over Western Europe and all over South America. I do still speak Spanish and Portuguese very comfortably from, from that and I, deli- I have delivered professional work almost to almost all continents, I think. So that, wow. and there's still much more of the world that I want to see. But that that has been amazing. Now that bit about doing something with myself, of course, that's an ongoing thing, and I have <laughs> much work that I want to do there. But I want to turn on as many people across the globe to the possibilities of their life as I possibly can before I take my last breath. But that will be a forever journey. But the man completely saved my life. And I'll tell you, Kathy, he... Yeah, he and I had stayed in touch for the most part those earlier years, and mm. I literally did. I hired my replacement. I tearfully handed over all my materials and the keys oh. and gave them to her and set about my new life without Roland. And uh, But I did all those – went on – he set me on a path of, of really ongoing self-development, looking wow. to realize my own potential in a way that no one else ever – touched. And then really in so doing, Kathy set me on the path to doing that work in such a way that I'm doing it for others as well. So he has, I can't, I can't state the importance of this man in my life. Well, okay. I have a couple questions about that. So did the next lady get, get fired and, and launched simultaneously or did he keep <laughs> the next lady? Cause she was really reaching, that was her spot. Like he saw that you were overqualified and, and over, like, like your potential was not going to be reached in that spot, obviously. And what a loving thing to do. We don't think about firing someone as a loving thing, but it can be. I've seen that happen before in our business. So it can be a really good thing. Um, so that's my first question. Did she stay or did he launch her as well? I don't know, actually. I never really kept up with that part of his, his business afterwards because I went on to my own thing. And yeah. now I will tell you just quickly, this might be one of your other questions, that, of course, after I came back from living abroad, I, he and I stayed in touch here and there. And then when I got married um, in 2000, I invited him to my wedding and I recognized him and thanked him again for saving my Aww. life. 
right next that. to yeah, right next to my parents who I thanked Aww. for for their contribution to me and and then ever since then, Kathy, he and I have stayed in touch. And when I go back through Portland, Oregon, as I'm prone to do each year, yeah. I we have lunch and we talk. Oh, I love and, it. Yes, and um, he's actually up to something today at age 82 that I'll say more about in just a second when you when we have time. We're going to go to a break in about 30 seconds. So if you want to just close this off with a big thought, like what you learned from that or what you want other people to know. Yeah, what I would say is that, you know, one, being open to the possibility of just letting people to contribute to you as he did me and really, really, there's no end to what we can do as people. We we put up the lid. We put the lid on ourselves and taking that lid off is the first step. So hold that thought. We're going to be right back. We have to take a break, but stay with us. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. I knew Mom wanted to stay at home. It's the center of her family, her life. But helping mom stay in her home while managing mine was just too much. Honestly, it wasn't just about me. Mom didn't want me to be her caretaker. She wanted me to be her daughter. I felt so alone until I found out about Home Instead Senior Care. When we met the people at Home Instead, we just knew they were different. The experience was personal. They understood how we were all feeling. They just cared. Because of Home Instead Senior Care, Mom now has a caregiver who can help her stay home. But more importantly, they've made an incredible connection I never expected. And Home Instead changed my life, too. I've found balance again, and most importantly, for Mom and me, I get to be her daughter again. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. My parents are getting older, and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. All right, we are back. We're with our my friend Elise Cortez today, and we're just so fortunate. People spend fortunes. Well, I'm sure it's worth every penny, but I'm just saying it's it's not like she gives away this information. We're so lucky to get it today on this podcast. I feel like 
what a treasure that I get to have you as a guest. I know your information and your wisdom is worth a bunch and that you travel all over the world to share it. So, Elise, thank you so much for being with me. I'm really excited about this conversation. Now, I'm thinking about calling this uh, purpose versus disengagement in our own lives. I'm not really sure what to call this first episode. Elise is going to come back and do another second episode, a second podcast with us about how to how to manage your family when there are things that happen. And so, I don't know, Elise, maybe we can think of some titles for those. But as we move on, before the break, you were telling us about this amazing experience you have in your history of, and you just treat it like it's no big deal. You got fired, but I know as a 19-year-old that had to be crushing. And I also know, because I know more of the story, that that has a mirror image, that that actually, that that experience that was so surprising and, and just challenging at the time became a platform or foundation to prepare you for what life also had in store for you. So do you want to just tell us a little bit more about how we sometimes have to recalibrate? Yeah. Well, another, another, another firing that happened to me, if you will, was when I got divorced. Um, Mm. Right. So I had been married for 16 years together with my husband for 18 and I really probably should have seen this coming, Kathy, but I didn't. I, I, mm. I in, in hindsight, it makes complete sense. So, uh, so that whole divorce process for me was really that similar kind of thing: getting fired, you can go now, kind of thing. Oh and, my gosh! And and um, you know, at the time, at first, it was like I was like, oh, this could, this is going to be so amazing, and I'm going to have this whole new adventure. And then, of course, the reality set in of what it feels like to have somebody say, you know, I don't want you anymore. Mm. And, and, you know, you, you literally the door shut, just like the thing with Rome, the door shut. And that process, I'll tell you, I was 51, I guess, when we started going through uh, divorce. And, um, I will tell you, I was so surprised at somebody who has been working for myself for years and, you know, have taken good care of my professional life, economic life, physical life, um, how frightened I was by that in, in the beginning, how how lost I was and, and the feelings of just sadness and wow, you know, just the, the foundation had been taken under from, from, from underneath me. And I know that a lot of listeners can appreciate this. They've been there. That the pain is really quite strange, even though it really was the right idea, Kathy. It was. A, I always tell people it was. It was not my idea, but it was a good idea. <laughs> but right. uh, but it took so much, you know, uh, effort. And I will tell you about the whole thing. Is it rocked me out of that place of really what it's? It was complacency that comes from having a comfortable life. I want to uh, just mention we have several podcasts on our in our collection now for Fireside Talk Radio that deal with this topic. I mean, we had one on what to say at church because I think sometimes at church is the worst place when it comes to divorce. We don't. I mean, as Christians, sometimes we don't say the right things. We don't understand the dynamics of marriage or divorce very well, actually. And so it comes out of our mouths in ways that is very hurtful. So we've done several podcasts on that and how to be excellent in in your life, no matter what other circumstances happen. I just want to mention that so people know there's a lot of good resources just on our one website. And I know there's many more out there. Um, what I love about your your story, Elise, one thing that encourages me so much is, first of all, I think all women who are married have been in that situation where they were reevaluating, is this really the marriage I want? 
what is it going to look like? What is it going to take to have the marriage I want? So, I mean, so many women have faced that. And once we started sharing our story and, and other people that we know began to understand how willing I was to talk about this, I mean, so many people have told me their stories now. It's just so common. So I say that because if you're listening and you're wondering, am I the only one? No, 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 no. You are not the only one. Many of us have come to the edge, thought about jumping off, and either realized we needed to or took a step back. And so you're the only person that can decide what is best for you, really. So I I love the way you met this challenge that you didn't choose, Elise, and then you just became exponential in your potential and what you have done with your life since then. So tell us a little bit more about how you had that kind of courage. Well, thank you. So, you know, part of the way I look at this, and this goes back to the whole logotherapy thing, Kathy, you know, we as human beings have the ability to make meaning, and we do make meaning of every single thing that happens around us. And it's within our power to choose how to make that meaning. And I really came to see that my my marriage and then my divorce, that was a chapter in my life that yielded a new clearing for myself, one that I could never have imagined or given to myself. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have probably ever left that marriage, even though I do think it was right for us to separate and go our separate ways. But that clearing, Kathy, gave me a space to recreate myself and really just launch myself from and really refine my my passion, my purpose, and aim that in a way that is landing so much differently than it ever did before, Kathy. The work that I'm getting to do now to unlock the potential in people and the magic and possibility in their lives, there's just no comparison to the work that I'm doing now than what I was doing back then. I got to ask you, I'm going to interrupt and just ask you this question. I think I know the answer. If you had stayed in your marriage, do you think you could have reached your potential? Absolutely not. Not in my case, no. And that yeah. had nothing to do. This is really important. It had nothing to do with my ex-husband. He did not box me in any way, box me in. That was all me, self-imposed. This is what you're supposed to do when you're married. You do this and you do that mm-hmm. and you don't do these things. And I, know. Yeah. and I just, I was living, I was living in a complacency and uh, it really was limiting to me. And, and there's something about having to go out and generate a life for a life for yourself and make an income and, and create a space for yourself in the world um, uh, by yourself that isn't a really strong impetus to to that new path of possibility and new creation. I, want, I just love it that you're – see, to me, the balance is so clear. It's so important for us not to judge other women or men or other people. In my case, I'm so grateful that I stayed as I did. I think it was the right decision for me, but it is not the right decision for everyone. And so I love the fact that we can both come together and have some of these similar experiences. And still, no matter which path we end up on or which path we we choose or is chosen for us, we can reach our potential. I love that. Yes, it's incredibly exciting. And I think I I also, I I love what you said, that we're both coming at this from very different angles, but have something similar to contribute. And and yes, in my case, I, I, you know, I feel like the lid has been taken off of my life and and it allows me to be able to really, really go for my dreams in a way that I just never, never did before. And in fact, I will tell you that I'm in the process right now of going through book cover designs for my book that will be launched next, next, early next year. And I never, I kept saying, kept saying, kept saying I was going to write a book. And where was it, Kathy? It was nowhere to be found. But and I, I know you have a chapter in a book because I looked it up. Your yes, chapter I do. is called 
behind the, her brand. So you're one of the women highlighted in that book, a very successful collection of successful women in behind her brand, that book. And then you have a podcast called Working on Purpose, which people can find in many places on the Internet. So as long as we're talking about that, I want to mention it. Do you want to say the title of your book yet? Or are you at that point in the process? I, I want to keep it close just okay. in case it changes. Okay. But yeah, yes, I, I've got it. I've got it. Okay. So Pete, what is the topic? Do you mind sharing that? It's, it, it's about living with passion, working on purpose. And those the, the, the what I consider to be the, the essential ingredients to do that. I love it. Okay, so if you're interested in that book, be on the watch for it. If people are interested, can that, do you have a blog on your website they can sign up for so they'll get information as your book comes out? I do, um, although, so I would just tell them to go to my website, elisecortez.com. There is a blog there. You can subscribe. And if for, for whatever reason you have a hard time making that work, you can just, there's a way to contact me through my website. Yeah. And, and that's how you can get on the list to be, to be on the distro for that. Thank you, Kathy. That's great. Okay, and don't forget to put me on the list because <laughs> okay. I'm going to want my own copy. Um, okay, so to finish, because uh, we're going to run out of time. I just know how fast these shows go. Tell me anything else about your story that you want my listening friends to know about you. Well, I, I guess what I would say about my story is uh, I just have never personally, even in the younger years when there were there was a lot of difficulty in my upbringing, et cetera, I just never saw those things. I never saw myself as a victim. I always saw myself, I was responding to those things. I was choosing my reaction, even to the really difficult, sometimes horrendous things that happened in the earlier days. I And I think it's so important for all of us to recognize that we are in control. We are in the, are in the driver's seat of how we ascribe meaning to our life events and to who we are. And, and and that means we can change that if it's not working for us or if it's if it's if it's maladaptive or not healthy, we can change how we describe how, and how we ascribe that meaning. And we can, as the authors of our own life stories, we can handily apply an eraser to go back and rewrite mm. those things we say about ourselves mm. and and change the way that we talk about ourselves, how we think about ourselves, how we present ourselves to the world. It is inevitable that our perspective will change as we age. I think, I, I mean, not everybody gets wise as they get older, but you almost have to work really hard to not become wiser. <laughs> it's, yes. There, there is some wisdom that comes with age. It just does. So I want to encourage anybody listening who feels their story is heartbreaking right now. It won't always be. You'll look back and you'll see the silver lining and the blessings. In my case, all the beautiful women that showed up in my life at just the right time to comfort and be my friends and in a whole new way for me. So I know Elise has uh, all this, all these accomplishments. I cannot wait for us to do another podcast about all the things that you now understand about a purpose-driven life, a purpose and potential and all the good P words. <laughs> I would love to come back and join you, Kathy, anytime. So that's what we're going to do next. And we'll think of a good title for it. I think it's going to be something like Live With Passion, Work On Purpose, since that's her cut line. And so we want to thank you for joining us today on Fireside Talk Radio. You can find this episode and many others at Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F-V-E dot com, where we speak truth with a Texas twang. And we're so grateful to Elise Cortez for being with us today. So check out her website, too. And join us for more adventures on Camp Craffy's Fireside Talk Radio. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in peace.